well, we're the gas cast, but like, it's just Gabe and Zach on a cast. We just like a cast of characters. Hey, yo, welcome to the gas cast. Boy, Gabe and Zach, we're here casting. Um, man, it has been crazy week. We dealt with some snow. The snow melted and uh, we're back working. I guess things are back to normal or as normal as normal can be for 2021. Um, we are going to start with some NFL today because we got we've been having some interesting news. We've had some opt-outs, we've had some news from certain quarterbacks that they want to leave. Uh fly, eagle fly. No, it's a different bird. We'll start with the Seahawks. Russell Wilson saying that he might want out of Seattle. Uh he threw out some teams that he wouldn't mind being traded to. Um, basically, Wilson started out hot this year, started out as basically the favorite for MVP um, based on his start. And then it kind of like slowed down. And then we saw the end of the year in the playoff game uh, after that offense was basically stifled by the Rams defense. Um, he had some words for his offensive coordinator. The offensive coordinator ends up getting fired saying that, I mean, it wasn't as creative as he wanted. Uh, he's been there for, what, nine years, right? He's been there since, what, 2011, yeah, since, correct? Since since 2012. Okay, so 2012. So he's been the quarterback for that team for nine years. Um, maybe he hasn't seen any differences in his offense. He doesn't like to run, play as conservatively as they'd like to. Um, so he's taking issue. We might see Russell Wilson in a new jersey next year. Zach, what are you thinking? I mean, has is the power scales just tipping in the NFL? Like, what is going on? Yeah, so basically we've seen this in the NBA, like, every Tuesday. Like, a player says, hey, I don't want to play here. And they're like, the ownership's like, dude, we, we can't trade you right now. And he's like, all right, like, I don't want to be here. And then they get traded. It's like, it's like 90% of the time they get traded and basically to where they want to go. So it makes sense that the most position in football, a superstar quarterback can do this too. But it just hasn't been that way. Ownership just had more power with it. But it, it makes sense it's happening. But that it's Russell Wilson is is kind of confusing to me. Like, you know, I mean, I get it. Like, he wants to – he wanted to be able to throw the ball more. And they did that. And their defense was terrible when it happened. And you could say, hey, maybe Pete Carroll could figure out, like, get a better defense out there. But then the offense, like, died. Like, I don't know what happened. Like, Russell Wilson was turning the ball over, which he never has. His third down conversion rate was, like, the one of the worst in the league. Like, it, just very weird things happen. But then they fire the offensive coordinator. So, like, I've heard he, he's asking for a better line, like, better line. And he was upset that – one of one of their coaches, like a seventy-year-old coach, got re-signed, and he didn't think he should have been re-signed. I I don't know, but like I've been hearing, there's a good chance he gets traded, and that just really surprised me. I don't think he will get traded. I guess that's what I said at first. I was just like, all right, I don't think so, but I don't know. It's 2021, and it's power. So if if Russell Wilson gets traded before Deshaun Watson, I think that's just just shouldn't happen. Like, that shouldn't be the case, but it might be. Dude, that would be nuts. And you know what? 
that would probably be the best case scenario for the Houston Texans. Uh, the Texans, they have dropped some guys. They didn't resign J.J. Watt. I think they're trying to clear out cap space. So are they just going to go for the tanker? Uh, if that were to be the case, then I don't – they would get back a powerful, a great, a fantastic asset in Russell Wilson. Just I don't want think, a trade-off. That'd be I nuts. Don't think, I don't think that's possible because – and we've seen what Russell Wilson's come out and said. Russell Wilson has said, hey, I want to go to maybe here or here or here or here. Like, you know, he said Miami. He said maybe Oakland. He said maybe the Jets, the 49ers, the Saints. You say Cowboys, like right? The Cowboys. Yeah. That, that one makes more sense. But he's not going to Houston. And I, I know Deshaun would be like, oh, shit, I'll definitely go to Seahawks. But, like, there's no – Russell Wilson has power, and he's also in a situation that doesn't suck. Like, how many games? The team won, like, 11 games last year. So, like, yeah. say what you want. He want he, I'm sure he would like to be traded, maybe, to a – better situation but he doesn't want to get traded to a worse situation so i, yeah, I don't think that yeah. trade's possible but dak prescott they franchise that they franchise tag dak prescott or they sign him to a long-term deal because russell wilson does have a no trade cause so does sean watson but sean watson feels like he's he'll he'll uh take off his no trade cause for about any trade so what if the cowboys say hey we don't think dak prescott's our guy let me trade Dak Prescott and a first-round pick for Russell Wilson. Or maybe maybe another starter. I don't know what it, the exact value is, but, like, if the Seahawks were actually looking to trade him and they want to run the ball, like, Dak Prescott fits that build of, hey, we want to run the ball and Dak makes some plays with his legs and Dak be a conservative quarterback. That, that more fits Pete Carroll's style, you know? Yeah, no, that would be – I was going to say that. So, the Dallas Cowboys, they have dealt with some, I guess, some contract issues because they came up – whenever you have a great young team, eventually you're going to have to pay these guys. And even if you don't feel like Dak Prescott is worth the $40 million a year or whatever he's, like, demanding, basically – I think that there is a case for Russell Wilson being a quarterback that is. I think personally, I think Russell Wilson is a top five, top four quarterback. And if you're not going to pay a top four quarterback that kind of money, then who are you going to pay that kind of money? So maybe you sign Dak Prescott to that and then trade him. No. That I mean, Russell Wilson and that, I think that'd be a win-win for both teams. And Russell Wilson in a Cowboys uniform. What a way to shake up America's team. Like, holy, holy right. smoke. And you know, you know, Jerry Jones will will tell his coach, hey, like, we're trying to score a bunch of points. Like, that's what they did. They let Dak Prescott throw the ball whenever he wanted. And, yeah, it didn't work, really. They were always down, and, you know, the Dak came back, but it was kind of meaningless stats. But maybe Russ could win with a team. I mean, we, we saw Zeke decline. With those weapons? Without, yeah, exactly. And, like, He's gonna draft more guys. Like, it, when, when they when they uh, drafted C. Lamb, everyone's like that. That doesn't make a lot of sense. They have no, no. It doesn't matter. Like, some teams are like, we have two good weapons. You know what's better than two? Three. They'll probably go sign a tight end. Like, they'll give Russ whatever he wants. Basically, it's America's team. He's gonna be on TV every day at three thirty. Like, I, you know, it can make sense. But 
the Seahawks, are they going to say Dak is going to be our guy off an injury? And, like, is, is that, like, first-round pick difference enough? But it would be better than if, you, like, if they don't believe in Tua or they don't believe in Derek Carr or someone like that. It's definitely a better, better like, chance that Dak hits than one of those guys, I think. Definitely. I think the Seahawks, Cowboys, Dak for Russell Wilson, that's the best-case scenario. I mean, obviously, I guess the Seahawks, Deshaun Watson would be better. Actually, let's get into this because I've been having these discussions uh, the last week or so. People have said, is Deshaun Watson really better than Dak Prescott? Now, I think Deshaun Watson is way better than Dak Prescott. I think Dak Prescott has had some success. He has uh, his first year going 13-3, and but I think that he was basically a glorified game manager his first year. He didn't throw interceptions. It took him like four games to throw a touchdown. And then he finally just started coming along. But Deshaun Watson has been fantastic out of the gate. And I think Deshaun Watson can still get better. So, I don't know. What are your thoughts? Am I crazy thinking Deshaun Watson is better than Dak Prescott? Uh, I'll one-up you here. I think Deshaun Watson is better than Russell Wilson. And I think Russell Wilson is clearly better than Dak Prescott. Like, Russell Wilson is top five quarterback. I don't know, like, one of those two. Deshaun Watson, I think, is a top three quarterback. And Dak Prescott, he's – somewhere between 8 and 12, 13, something like that. I He's usually been healthy besides this year. So, like, people say availability is the best ability, and it's not, but it it's a thing. So, <laughs> like, he's he's been available. He can run. He seems like a team guy. He's uh, he, he has a lot of intangibles. And he's a good quarterback. But he's not a great quarterback. And that's – this is – the whole thing is the Cowboys know this. The Cowboys saw what happened. The Eagles signed Carson Wentz to a huge deal. The Rams signed Jared Goff to a huge deal. And, yes, you could say Carson Wentz had a terrible last year. But Jared Goff wasn't bad last year. Jared Goff was just what Jared Goff was. He was just a guy. But when you pay a good quarterback – or, or an average quarterback, great money. What if we pay Dak and we don't win a Super Bowl? Like, what if – because whenever you sign a quarterback, it's like, all right, you're paying this much money. I mean, the next year, it's a little more money. Next year, it's a little more money. And so it's like, if this dude is not getting better, then we're just going to have to say, hey, our defense sucks, but actually we're going to have to lose defensive players. Our line has sucked the last year, but now we're going to lose linemen. Like, it, it doesn't – if you think your team is going to win nine games – with the superstar quarterback, then don't sign that superstar quarterback. That's that's what the Cowboys are thinking. So, no facts. But dude. Russ, but Russ or Deshaun is worth that money, like a hundred percent. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. I I definitely agree. Um, I think people point at uh, the win loss record for Dak Prescott versus Deshaun Watson, and they say things like uh, fair fair points that Deshaun Watson had DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller. Uh, guys like Brandon Cooks. I mean, he, he did have some weapons, but he also had a team. Let, let's be honest here. Uh, Bill O'Brien, I don't think that he's a terrible coach. I think he was a good coach. But whenever your coach, GM, whoever is willing, not only willing, but 
actually like this actually happened in reality traded away basically the best receiver in football and DeAndre Hopkins like it wasn't even just like a thought that just went through his mind like hmm maybe I'll trade DeAndre Hopkins he actually traded DeAndre Hopkins but not for anything great a running back in David Johnson and a second round pick I gotta go I gotta go I gotta go doesn't make sense. and uh, yeah no and he, it's well how he didn't <laughs> he didn't tell like there's there you know there was a there were thoughts that Deshaun Watson was pissed when they hired a GM without telling him and if they told him hey we want we're gonna tell you when we hire a guy and they didn't tell him that's wrong but maybe Deshaun Watson doesn't need to be in every interview room with when you're interviewing a GM because that's not his forte but I can tell you he needs to be alerted when you trade his number one weapon because those two worked perfectly together and we said he had weapons too. he had he had DeAndre Hopkins but at that point Will Fuller couldn't stay healthy and then when he had Will Fuller and uh Brandon Cooks it was an older Brandon Cooks he's still good he's still good but not nothing great but if you don't tell him that that you're going to trade DeAndre Hopkins and say, hey, okay, oh, you, you must be getting like a young receiver back and picks. You get an old running back. Like, since when is trading for an old running back ever a good idea? It's never been a good idea. Never, not once. If you, if you want to tell me you trade for Derrick Henry today, I can argue it's a good trade. That's about it. That's like that's like the most anomaly answer you can do. And even at that point, Derrick Henry, if he just beats the entire system and just literally says NFL, like, I am not a human, he might have like three more great years. Is that like that's like best case scenario? Like, I mean, I'm not like I'm not doubting the dude, but like that would be insane if he's 30 years old, like leading the league in rushing and so like that. That would be insane. But like Besides that, but this was David Johnson, who sucked the year before that. Like he was terrible. Like th- there was there was a video on Twitter of him running like two miles an hour. They're like, this dude's an NFL running back. Like you don't you don't pay someone for what they did in 2016 when it's 2020. But DeAndre Hopkins, Bill O'Brien basically came out and said the reason we did that was because we thought DeAndre Hopkins had too many baby mamas. What does that have to do with football? I want to know. I genuinely want to know what that has to do with football. Because DeAndre Hopkins is elite. Elite. So apparently yeah, I, elite in multiple fields. Apparently, <laughs> apparently he is producing in all the ways possible. But, yeah, he needs to get out of there. And, like, please trade him. I think, I think he's going to sit out. If they don't trade him, I think he sits out. I think he says – I'm going to sit out until you trade me. And unless they want to sit there and not pay him for like a year and a half, they're going to trade him. But right now, right now they seem like, Hey, we're not moving this dude. Like we're not. But did did you see, did you see the, like, I don't know where it came out from. It could be totally false, but somewhere in the Seahawks or Seahawks camp or Russell Wilson's camp came out and said the starting price for Russell Wilson would be three first round picks. I haven't heard anything about Deshaun Watson's price so maybe maybe Russell Wilson is closer to being traded because there is some kind of price tag out there well well and honestly 
would you would you be willing to pay that price? Because if if the Seahawks came to the Patriots and was like three first round picks for Russell Wilson, we'd be like done. Yeah, because here's mm-hmm. the thing: Patriots are gonna where where are the pay, Patriots picking this year? They're picking pretty high, right? Like ten, um, twelve. I think yeah, I think we're like a top twelve pick. Okay, so you give up your number twelve pick this year, and then you get Russell Wilson, so he makes you ah, at least ten picks better. So you give up the 22nd pick the next year. I mean, if your team goes again, you're like the 28th pick the next year. So, like, you're giving up a late first-round pick, a decently late first-round pick, and a mid-first-round pick for Russell Wilson. And that's, like, the Patriots scenario. Like, most teams that would trade for Russell Wilson are already, like, good around them. Like, if the Colts were able to say, hey, we'll give you our 20th pick this year, and then basically our 32nd pick and 32nd pick the next year, like that's just like a no-brainer. We throw in a defensive starter like for that. Like <laughs> it's it's a lock. No, definitely, definitely. Well, um, other quarterback movements. Uh, do you think we'll see do you think we'll see Garoppolo move? Do you think we'll see Cam move? Is Cam coming? Well, I think Cam is gonna come back this year. Um, do you think we see Derek Carr moving? I believe so. I think Cam is going to come back this year. Uh, he's extra, extra motivated this year. To, he, can't he was, go he was out extra like motivated that. last year. That's what he, he was, was extra motivated oh, last year. Oh, he I was. know. I believe yeah. the hype. I was riding on Superman's yeah. capes, man. I did straight, I did, straight I, into Doomsday. <laughs> genuinely, I hope Cam Newton comes back Patriots. I, I like that. Maybe they figure something out. But like, I think that's either – it's either he's uh, on the Patriots – a 5% chance he's the quarterback for the Washington football team. And besides that, he's going to either be a backup or he's going to just be a free agent and wait on someone to get hurt. But, Dude, that is a word that I, a sentence I never thought I'd hear. Cam Newton right. is a backup quarterback. Ah, right. Ah, yeah. What? <laughs> I've heard Derek Carr is about to be extended. And if you had told me that, you know, six months ago, not six months ago, three months ago. Derek Carr gets hurt. He hurts his groin. Marcus Mariota comes in and plays well. And everyone said, hey, maybe Marcus Mariota's the guy. And then I was hearing, oh, well, maybe they're going to try to trade Derek Carr. And then I kept hearing, well, maybe teams are going to trade for Mariota to be their starting quarterback. But there's a thing in Mariota's contract where if he's your starting quarterback, you got to pay him $17 million. So he's not getting paid that much. So it's like if he gets traded and you start him, you got like you got to up his salary, so teams are like okay, we don't want to do that. I mean, I think the Raiders like said, hey, I think Derek Carr is our guy. Now, that would change if you know Russell Wilson is actually on the market or Deshaun Watson is on the market. But if they can't trade for either of those guys, I think Derek Carr gets extended. I don't think his contract's huge, but I think it's good contract. I mean, like he's better than like wh- whatever Jared Goff got paid. Derek Carr is better than Jared Goff. He's he's like the upgraded Jared Goff. That's why I look at him. Like he's he's more mobile, he's more accurate, and he can take just about as many shots. But no homo. But like <laughs> they're I don't know, I don't know if that's the answer, but I think that's what they're gonna do. Okay. Um, Garoppolo, I, guess... I have no clue. No clue. Yeah, no, we we don't know about Caroppolo. Do you think that he is? Do you think that he is as good as his Super Bowl run would tell you? Like, if we say this quarterback 
took this team to the Super Bowl. And you think usually, I mean, that, that must be a good quarterback or even a really good quarterback. Do you think that his, I guess, his uh, reputation no. will – he'll live up to his reputation? I don't think he – I don't think he has any kind of reputation right now. I really I really don't. Like, I think he has <laughs> – he took his team to Super Bowl in the sense that Joe Flacco took his team to a Super Bowl. Like, there is a, nothing against it. I don't think Garoppolo has a chance to take any other NFL football team to a Super Bowl besides the San Francisco 49ers. But at the same time, he's on the 49ers. So they've already been to a Super Bowl. He was he missed a he overthrew a guy, basically would have could have maybe sealed the deal. So he's good enough. He's not great. Anyone says he's great, he's not great. But he's good. <laughs> He doesn't suck. Like he he can make the he can make the throws. He can make the plays. And that team is a run first offense. It's a a electric run first offense. And they throw a bunch of screens with basically just glorified runs for Debo Samuel. Brandon Ayuk has looked really good. George Kittle is a elite tight end, and he's best at running after the catch. Like, he just breaks freaking tackles. Debo Samuel breaks so many tackles. Raheem Mostert, you give him the ball, and it's like there's a chance for an 80-yard run because he's just so quick. So, like, unless they can fully upgrade, they're not getting rid of him. But, no, he's not. He's not, like, elite quarterback. He's not even a really good quarterback. Yeah. Um, Do you think we're going to – I want to do this now, but I think we should wait for another episode because I want to go through each division and predict winners. But I kind of want to wait until after free agency. When does when does free agency end? I don't do NFL free agency doesn't make any sense. I genuinely don't know. Like there's dates. I know it's so wild. Are terrible. I can I can I'll look up the official NFL free agent dates because these literally don't make any sense. Dates. So Let's see what we got here, but yeah, going through, um, I want to, I definitely want to predict the division winners because I think that we'll have some different teams than last. I mean, obviously, some different teams than last year, but looking at the teams now, it seems like it would be the same um, for the teams that won their division this year versus the teams that will win next year because the Bills will, will still be the best team in the AFC East. Um, the Ravens will likely be, well, the Ravens barely made by the skin of their teeth, but the Browns, the Browns could come take over, um, depending on what the Steelers will do. Dude, what do you think the Steelers are going to do about their quarterback situation? I think that they're going to restructure Ben Roethlisberger's deal, but do they try to seek out for a QB? Do they try to get another QB? Like what is going to go on there? First of all, free agency, I think, starts March 17th. Um, okay. They can start negotiating. They can start negotiating the 15th, but they can, like, officially sign the 17th. The Steelers, they're going to they're gonna redo his contract. They're going to try to make it where, you know, the, they're paying him a significantly less salary than he is, but they're going to give him a bunch of bonuses. That's basically what's going to happen. That's what happens in the NFL. It's just, like, every year someone restructures. They don't pay them less. They just pay them differently. It's the weirdest thing, but – the, I mean, I, th- I, if they could trade for a quarterback, I'm sure they would. But I think they let it ride 
let it ride with Big Ben one more year. You know, they have Dwayne Haskins in there. They, I'm mm-hmm. sure they're going to look look at some rookie quarterbacks, maybe look, maybe try to, maybe they try to make a trade where they get a high, a higher rookie pick next year, something like that. I don't know. Um, But I think they're going to let it ride with him. Look for them to draft a running back early and figure out a run game. Possibly. That'd be great. <laughs> possibly the running back from Alabama. And that, like, that would make sense. They haven't been able to run the ball, like, at all. Like, that was the, – the last year, we all thought Big Ben was trash because they couldn't run the ball and they only threw three-yard passes. And partially, that's on him. But partially, it's because they can't run the ball. Like, it, it's hard to throw the ball when the team knows for a fact you're throwing the ball. Like, they're just going to blitz you. And if that happens, you can only really throw short routes and – Big Ben wasn't taking shots, and he he took some shots at the end of the season, and they worked, but he just he wasn't comfortable doing that. So I don't know, but I, I think that's their that's their only bet. They don't seem to pay people crazy amount. They'll pay like you know four or five guys a lot of money, but everyone else like yeah, we can just let it go. Like, they're probably gonna let go of Juju. You know, it's gonna happen. They're not gonna be able to pay him, and even though he says he wants to be a Steeler, I. I don't know if he really does. I don't know. I mean, to be honest, one thing that I am jealous of as a Pats fan for the Steelers, they find receivers out of the woodwork. I don't know where they find these guys. I don't know where they come from. I don't know how they sniff them out. Do they do yeah. like do they have the secret receiver uh, serum to know if a guy right. is going to be good or not? But they're so good at finding receivers, especially uh, defense. Steelers will always have a good defense. And they'll always find some weapons on the outside. So if they do get rid of Juju or not resign him or whatever, I'm sure that they'll find somebody else tomorrow. They they could just do it because yeah. that's what apparently what they're good at doing. Um, as far as like a quarterback situation, obviously uh, Mason Rudolph's not your guy. I don't think Dwayne Haskins will be your guy for the future. So you get another year of Big Ben um, with that still very good defense with the Steelers. I guess, would they try to win? And if that's the case, then wouldn't you try to go all in, try to get that running back, somebody that can carry the ball, take some of the pressure off of Big Ben, and then just try to go all in? Because this is basically the end of Big Ben. Whether it be this year, we thought it could possibly be last year. Um, If it's going to be the year after next, we're looking at the end of Big Ben pretty much. Will they try to go? Will they try to go for it? Go for the Super Bowl? I mean, I think they will. I I don't know if it's possible. It sounds crazy. You know, teams eleven and zero. If I yeah. told you, hey, you can you're going to be in place to draft a guy like Najee Harris in the first round, and that will make your run game a hundred times better than it was last year. Get a lineman here and there. And your defense should get back to where it kind of was, you know, like a lot of the guys got hurt at the end of the year. But, no, I don't think they have a chance. I, I think they're going to go for it. But I don't think it's really going to happen. I think they are – I think they're the third best team in their division next year. Ooh. So, like, I, I, I don't know. But I, I'm sure they're going to go for it. If you're telling me we're going to bring back Big Ben, you better go for it. Like, what are you going to do? If, if that's not the case, then 
Go get a rookie. Go get go try to trade for Sam Darnold and see if he has it. Go maybe start Dwayne Haskins. I don't know. Like, just give someone a chance to figure it out if you're not going to go for it. Because I'm Big Ben. It tells me you're going all in. All right. Looking Just looking at the draft a little bit before we move on to NBA, um, what do you think the order of the quarterbacks is going to go in? Because I feel like I feel like we're gonna be surprised on draft night, as far as far as um, teams picking. So we got what the Jaguars are number one, correct? Yeah. Jags number one, Jets number two, right? Jags, Jets, and then we have Bengals. Mm-hmm. Um, Falcons, right? Yeah, I can I can find it, but talk talk to me, quarterbacks. I think from from what I've – okay, well, okay, Trevor Lawrence is going first, and anyone tells you that Trevor Lawrence is not going first, I mean, they're just wrong. It's okay. You can tell them to do better next time. They're they're wrong on this one. Um, Yeah. So, Trevor Lawrence, number one, lock of the century. But I think Zach Wilson goes number two. I think Zach Wilson is second quarterback off the board. I think Justin Fields is third. I think um, what's his name? Uh, Locke. What's his name? Locke. Yeah. Yeah. The North. Uh, what's the North Dakota State guy? Locke is going to be the fourth guy, and then you have the Heisman, like runner-up, and Mac going to be the fifth quarterback. Off the I think that is. I think that's pretty, pretty safe. Um, I don't know why that Zach Wilson just took over for Justin Fields. I don't really agree with that. I get where they're coming from. I, to me, to me, I see Zach Wilson as like, um, I'm not saying he's a project, but he's like an upgraded what Jordan Love was. Like he's, uh, he's definitely better and he's definitely more NFL ready, but it's, it's the same concept. It's like, like the reasons why you would go after Jordan Love are the same reasons you go after Zach Wilson. You make every throw, like every throw. But the NFL is it's different now. You know, Justin Fields can run the ball. Now, you did see him in a playoff game, you know, get get a little nicked up, get hit pretty hard. And if you if you run and you get hit, it's not gonna last. Like that's the the thing we've learned is if you're Lamar Jackson. And you figure out how not to get hit. Maybe you can run for a while, but you saw Kyler Murray get hurt running the football. Like Josh Allen can run because he's just ginormous. But if you can't, you can't take the hits or just strictly avoid hits. It's going to be tough. I like, I like Justin Fields a lot, but uh, from from what I've heard, the NFL is all over Zach Wilson at number two. Interesting. No, I've heard. Take him, dude. I've heard. Justin Fields can fall as far as number 10, which yeah. I didn't I didn't think that would be the case. Um, just coming off of the end of the college football year. Um, so Jacksonville, Jets, Dolphins, Falcons. I think three quarterbacks are gone. Out of those four picks, three quarterbacks have to be gone because I don't think that the Falcons keep Matt Ryan. So those three guys will be gone. Early, I would be highly surprised if that were not to be the case. 
Um, oh, okay. My when I said block, I meant Trey Lance. I don't know why we get Lance. That. Trey Lance. Trey Lance is the fourth guy. Not I don't, yeah. why, I don't know why I said that. I was thinking about Drew Locke. Drew Locke. Uh, he sucks. No boy, crazy. Um, <laughs> but like he he know he knows some rap songs, so yeah. that'll that'll keep you around for a little bit. Um, easy. So the the NFL, you said the uh, three. You said three of the four. I think three out of the out of the first four picks, I think three quarterbacks are gone. Okay. Um wait, does Miami has Miami? three? Do they the draft the quarterback? Pick? That'd be nuts. Uh Bengals what are, are Bing- five. Bengals are five. Yeah. They could get another okay. weapon for um so, Justin Fields is available at three for Miami. That's think something they take to think him? about. You I think, think they I, take I love him and then Tua. trade I love, uh, Tua? I love, I love Tua. I really do. Um, but this is going to be your last chance to have a top five pick. Like, you weren't given a top five pick unless Bill O'Brien threw you a first-round pick for Laramie Tunzel, and it turned into this. So. You were gifted this. Shout out to Bill. What are you gonna do with it? So it's yeah, for real, for real. I do. I love Bill O'Brien. Like, you know how many times I'd be like uh, watching a Colts Texans game and be like, "All right, it's like two minutes left. They can run out the clock, but they're probably not gonna run out the clock. It'd be it'd be like it's second and four, and they're like they have Deshaun Watson throwing like a fade route. I'm like, what is happening? Anyway, he's he's something else. Um, but it, you're gifted that chance. So it's like, it's, it, it's a, Hey, you can go get the best receiver in the draft. You can go get the best tight end in the draft. You can go get the best lineman in the draft, help your quarterback, or you can get his replacement. So like, we're going to know a lot about how, how Miami feels about Tua on that third pick. I, what I think they should do is trade back just trade back trade to trade to six trade to six say hey like if anyone wants to do this like i'm cool because the Bengals, i think are going to draft the lineman uh sewell and i think the falcons want a quarterback and if the, if the dolphins don't want a quarterback then just move back yeah get, get no, more assets. Okay. i mean they already have i i know they have like amazing draft capital but if you believe in tua but you don't think he's amazing, then you need a bunch of pieces around him. So just keep stacking up draft capital and make it work. All right, moving on to the National Basketball Association. Uh, do you want to start with some – we're going to start with some all-stars, and then we'll talk about, like, the standings, what's going on uh, with certain teams or whatever. So all-star, where we left off, uh, we had some predictions for the all-star reserves with uh, Senior Calbear. Um, I think we – we hit them. We debated some guys, whether some guys got in. Uh, the guys that did end up getting in. So, Zach Levine, uh, um, Julius Randle. Um, who, who else got in? I wish I had the list. Why, why didn't I have the list? Uh, for the East, uh, well, KD got in. Evan Sabonis took his spot. Right. Um, you had Trey Young did, did not get in. You know, Tatum and Brown both got in. Um, 
Bam didn't get in. Did I don't think I don't no, think Bam, Butler did. Bam did not. Uh, Vucevic, Vucevic got in. Yeah, my boy, Vuce. <laughs> uh, let me see. And it was always couple more. The, the most surprising one was probably Levine. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think he, like, no. When I, I will say on this show, I literally say like, I when I when I picked Trey Young to get in, I said. I looked at it and I said, you know, Levine has a better case than Trey Young. And I didn't know 100% if Trey Young should have gotten in, but Levine actually had a better case. And shout out to y'all for voting for Levine because I think he deserved it. It just surprised Indeed. me that he got it. Indeed. I honestly have changed my mind on Levine. Levine has been pretty much balling out. Like, I didn't watch that many Bulls games. I, I see a stat line like he'd shoot um, maybe like, eight for 14, or he'd have a, a seven for, I don't know, seven, 14 game. I mean, he shot, he's been shooting great. He's been shooting lights out from three. He's been making mid range shots. Obviously we know about his hops. He had that historically great dunk contest versus Aaron Gordon. Um, so he's been flying through the air. They just hadn't been winning games, but the bulls has actually come up. I think that they're in the six seed right now. So yeah, yeah I'm without I'm happy that I was wrong about that. Yeah, me too. Uh, so yeah. He's been like I've watched him. I've probably watched him like watch a full game of the Bulls play more this year than I've seen since D Rose. Like this is like already like I don't I don't watch Bulls games because they they haven't been good. Like, I watch you know three minutes here, five minutes here, it's clips. But Levine's amazing. Levine, Levine's pulling up in your face. He's crossing you over. He literally can get to the rim at will and not like dunk on you, like finesse layup. Like Anything. this dude's rat game is crazy. I'm just like, okay. He draws hella fouls and he's leading the team. Like this is Tim and like Kobe White and Wendell Carter and Ryan Archie Diacono. Like, you know, there's something yeah, to nah. this. He is balling. He is balling, man. Uh, to go through the list, uh, Brown, Harden, Levine, Randall, Ben Simmons, which we'll talk yep. about, uh, right. Tatum, and Vucevic. And, of course, Sabonis taking the spot of, um, of Kevin Durant, who's injured. Um, first, Tatum. Do you think that Tatum should have replaced – KD as the starter. Do you think that it should have been someone else, possibly? Oh, is Sabonis starting? No, 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 no. Sabonis is basically inserted in for Tatum because they moved Tatum up for okay, uh, Kevin okay, Durant. Okay. Yeah. Do you think Do that think Tatum, Tatum should, have should be starting? Yeah, should have should be starting over the rest of the field. The start, like you're not, I mean, like we're, not, we're, not, the we're not saying of, over KD. We're saying, we're, no, you're no, asking, no, no, no. should Tatum have been the guy that replaced KD? Right, right, right. Um, they had to replace a Ford. So the Fords are basically Julius Randle, Jason Tatum, Nikola Vucevic. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's, I think that's correct. I think the other option was probably his teammate. And I think, I think Tatum deserves it over him lately he has ish ah yeah I'd, I'd give it to Tatum I think there's an argument for one of those two guys and I think if you asked I think if you asked Jalen 
No, no, I'm not not gonna do that. It, it's it's close. I do yeah. say him though. Um, I think that they voted Brown in as a guard, and only for yeah. that reason, Brown yeah. shouldn't get the spot. I, only because Tatum is, I guess, the forward. I I think Tatum, like I think Brown should have received more votes than Tatum this year for an all-star because of the early part of the year. But then at this point, when it's who to replace the guy for the all-star game, when they're both in the all-star game, I think Tatum's a better bet. But yeah, I think, I think Jalen Brown like deserved more all-star votes than Tatum, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Okay. Just currently um, how he's playing. Right. Yeah. No, uh, going on to the West, Anthony Davis, Paul George, Rudy Gobert, um, yep. the dirty Rudy. <laughs> Damian Lillard, Donovan Mitchell, CP3, Zion Williamson. What name did you not hear? Devin, Devin Booker. Booker. But Devin Booker gets yeah, in because they get the cop out from an injury from Anthony Davis. One, yep. do you think D-Book should have gotten it? Uh, we did. We are talking about another guy, and Brandon Ingram, who have gotten in. But, yes, I do you think D-Book should have gotten in and why did, do you think he should have got in? Who over who? Why did someone, anyone on earth, say, "Hey, we're gonna vote in a son," and it's not Devin Booker; it's Chris Paul. <laughs> I come on, like I I get it. Devin Booker was hurt, and the Suns stop, stop. Devin Booker should Devin Booker should not have to wait for an injury to get in. He should that's that's an all-star. That's an all-star. Like 100%. Chris Paul let let's let Chris Paul get in when AD gets hurt. But not not the other way around. Come on. Dude, I 100% agree. I think that D-Book should have been in. Yes, if there was going to be a son, it should have been Devin Booker. Now Chris Paul, I think he's averaging like 19 and 7. Um he has contributed the league to, loves that number. Um, the league, the league loves 19 and 7. Steve Nash <laughs> damn near won it. He won an MVP over Kobe, who averaged 35, with 19 and 7. So maybe that's still like a lucky number. I don't know. Uh, apparently. Um, but yes, no, he has can he has made like lifted the floor of this team. Uh this team has are, are they're in the playoffs. Like this would be the first time the Suns have been in the playoffs probably since Steve Nash. Um but yeah, if there was going to be a guy in there, it should have definitely been Devin Booker. Let CP3 get in uh, once Anthony Davis gets hurt because yeah. we know we knew Anthony. Yeah, we knew he was going to be hurt. Yeah, that that's what I was. I didn't. I it's like like everyone's acting like oh Devin Booker got in. I'm like no, I knew we knew he was going to eventually get in with it. But it's like if you know that, you know you have an extra spot. Like give the guy who actually deserved it. It makes more sense. But. Here's the thing about Devin Booker. Like, you can look at it two ways, and you can say maybe Devin Booker couldn't win before Chris Paul, and, like, Chris Paul has helped him get to this point. But if you watch the NBA in the bubble, the Suns had a physical chance to make the playoffs if some teams lost some games, and they won all their games. They won all their games. They didn't get some losses from some teams. But Devin Booker said, hey, the team is on my back. I'm going to win this game. I'm going to win all eight. I'm going to hit a turnaround fadeaway game winner on Kawhi Leonard. Like, this dude can ball. Like, it. we stop disrespecting. Like, 
he's not the most like disrespected player in the league or anything, but like as all stars, he's an all star. Like that's that's easy to see. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, so obviously they're gonna do basically the playground style. You get a pick, I get a pick. Wait yeah. a second. Before we get to that, with Kevin Durant being hurt, with him not being in the game, will he still pick. be choosing the picks? Really good question. Um, who was the second vote getter in the East? Probably Kyrie. Embiid. Kyrie and Bead. One of those two. Yeah, one of I, those I, two. You know, huh? It it would make sense for him not to pick the team that he's not on. Um. I'm sure they would say, hey, K- Katie, do you still want to pick? And he's like, oh, I didn't think that was really an option. And let someone else pick. Because he's not – like, it's not his team. Like, he's, he's not playing at all, you know? Like, yeah. whoever's picking wants to pick a team. And – but if it's Kyrie, yeah, I mean, I'm sure KD would be perfectly fine with Kyrie picking his own team. But it would be interesting if it's Embiid. And it's like, all right, what are you going to do about it, KD? Are you going to try to be – because he could easily say, I still want to pick. All right. I don't think he should, but it, no one's going to tell KD no. Right. Okay. Well, uh, KD well, doing the, the Kobe style. They're doing the like the, the, the Elam point. Ending. Like go, the Elam ending, they're going to uh, was like 24 points mm-hmm. at the end of it, whenever, fourth quarter. Indeed, indeed. Uh, well, Ed, with these teams set at what they are, East versus West. If it was East versus West, like I said, they're going to be picking guys. It's yeah. going to be separate. But if it were where it was at, who do you think has the best team, the East or the West? I think I'll still ride with the West. I think it's interesting because, you know, AD's hurt. But KD's hurt. So, yeah, I, I think it's the West. I mean, you got, you got LeBron James, you the best player in the game. And the other team doesn't have the second best player in the game. You know, you have Kawhi, who's top 10, top eight. Jokic, top eight. Steph Curry, top eight. Like, yeah, I, I think I think that makes more sense. But it is interesting because I know we have Jokic. I know we have Gobert, but I still don't know who can guard Joel Embiid. And I don't know how you guard Joel Embiid and Giannis with Harden and Kyrie on the same, I you know that doesn't seem very possible. No, I mean, you, you built build a wall against Giannis. That's great. When the next best player is Chris Middleton, when you give him these dudes, there ain't no wall being built. He's dunking on you like this is one on one. He is yamming on. You. So that, man, it, it is seventy percent, seventy ninety. That dude ain't gonna <laughs> miss. But. Yeah, I, I think I still take I here's what I want to say. The West is better. The West team is better. The East may have more advantages like the Giannis and NB, but I think the the West team is better at basketball. You're telling me that Devin Booker is your last all-star. You know? Yeah. I think that I could build a team in the East that would compete and beat. or yeah. possibly beat the West. Um with our stars, like if I were to, I can keep Kyrie. I would insert, I would insert Harden into the starting lineup over Bill, even though Bill, I mean, he's obviously a baller, but I, I would insert Harden into the starting lineup. I would put Ben Simmons as my three. 
I think he'd be running like my guard, either him or him or Harden. Uh, um, but he would be my three to like guard LeBron. And then my four would be uh, Giannis and my five would be Embiid. And I think that would be a tough, tough task for the West. Whatever, whatever picks of West, for, Western players. For LeBron, for LeBron, Jokic, Steph, Kawhi Leonard, and either Dame or Luka? A lot of firepower, but I think we got the right mix of firepower and defense because Kyrie's not being stopped. Harden's not being stopped. Ben Simmons don't have to take shots away from anybody, and he can just D up on someone. Giannis, excellent defender. Embiid can't be stopped, excellent defender. Yeah, I think that that would. I think that hey would be a hey man. good mix. I gotta, I got, I got something to tell you. You know how Jamal worry, Jamal Murray and Jokic just they just work so well together. You know. Yeah. You know who's better than Jamal Murray? Yeah. This is this dude. His, his name's Steph Curry. Steph Curry and Jokic on the same court. Sign me the fuck up! Holy shit, that is elite. That is. That's perfect. That's fucking perfect. <laughs> uh, it would be beautiful, but no, I'm excited. I'm excited to see how it how it shakes out. But uh, real quick, we'll take a look at the standings and we'll get out of here. So uh, in the East, Sixers, Nets, Bucks, Raptors, all the way back up to four. They were at like eleven at Told one you. point. Holy smoke! The Heat as well. They were in the dumps. They're in yep. the fifth spot. Celtics. Yep. Under 500 in the sixth spot, a 16 and 17 record. Knicks still holding on to a playoff spot. Didn't see that one coming. No. Nope. Um, the Pacers in eighth, ninth. The boy Zach Levine has pulled the Bulls up to the ninth spot. They they were in the sixth spot, but they lost the game, so they dropped down. The Hornets, the Hornets in ten. Are the Hornets the most fun team to watch right now? I mean, scary Terry. 20 points on dang near 50% shooting. LaMelo yeah. Ball playing like the rookie of the year that he is. Like, And Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward, he was basically like the slight, the throwaway of the Celtics. Another great player that the Celtics have thrown away. Maybe a player that they need right now. He's been playing out of his mind. And then it's just a, a ragtag team of guys that have just know their position and they're playing hard. Um, it's, it's been wild. Um, going, going further down, Hawks in 11, they've been a disappointment. Wizards were the worst team in the East, I guess, right above the Pistons, but they've been on a streak. I think they've they're won falling. four or five games. Yeah, they're coming. They're, they are that coming. Is, that is a team that I think started off that bad and is going to make the playoffs. Like, I think they're going to be in the playoffs. I don't think it's even a question. Those, they figured out how to play together. And, they got some role players healthy, but the role players aren't great. Like, you got, like, Bertans. You got a couple of guys. Rui Atomore is pretty good. Like, you got some yeah. players, but they're, they're they're playing hard, and they're playing defense right now, which is something they just weren't doing the last three years in Washington. So, it's nice to see. Yeah. Uh, bottom of the East, the Magic in 13, Cavs in 14, Pistons in 15. Mm-hmm. I think those two bottom feeders will stay there. I, I am interested to see how this is going to shake out because the Magic always make the playoffs, man. I, I, yeah, I know, but I do. Hey, so Vucevic, you know, he has these good numbers, and we were saying he's the best player on his team, and they were leading. He's leading his team to what the 13 seed? That's an all star, 13 seed. But the Heat have no all stars. The Heat have no all stars. 
Okay, I, I just wondered. I just wondered. The Pacers didn't have an All Star before Sabonis. Okay, the Hawks have no All. The Knicks have one All Star. Okay, but the Magic. The Magic got an All Star. I don't know. I don't know why they had to throw in the center man. Look, the worst thing, or not the worst thing. I, they did it for good reason, taking the center spot and just changing to a forward or forward spot. They did that because the center position had gotten weak. But I really do respect centers. I think that if we do have yeah. centers, no, centers that, are amazing. they should be in there. So I'm I'm with the Vucevic pick. But you know who's I basically guess, yeah. a center though? You know uh, they center? got one. They got no, one. Bam, Bam at a bio is a center. He's a center. Oh well, yeah. True. He's yeah. amazing. Fair, so. fair point. Fair point. All right. Uh to the West. Jazz still holding on to that number one spot. Clips in two, Lakers in three, Suns in four. Uh, that may stay the same. The Lakers been dealing with some issues. We will talk about the Lakers in a future episode. Uh, Spurs in five. Who saw that one coming? Uh, Trailblazers six. Warriors seven made their way up to the uh, seventh spot. Amazing Nuggets. What a fall from grace. Still over 517 and 15 in the A spot. Mavs making their way into the play-in spot at nine. The Grizzlies holding on to their play-in spot at 10. So. The Pelicans, they're a team that we predict that will make uh, the playoffs or a play-in. Thunder Kings, Rockets, Timberwolves. Timberwolves are done. Rockets, done. Kings, they just don't have enough. Uh, Thunder, they play hard, but they're trying to tank, or at least that's what Sam Presti wants. The team doesn't want to tank, but that's what Sam Presti wants. So out of the top 11 teams, one of these teams are going to be out. Do you think that it will be – who do you think it will be? Who do you think will hold on to those top where the, spots? Where are the Pelicans right now? Pelicans are the 11th team right now. Okay. The Grizzlies are 10. I don't, I don't think the Grizzlies are going to stay at 10. Um, now, at the beginning of the year, I wasn't really all in on the Pelicans. I, I, don't, I think I had them at maybe 10 or 11. So that's what they're at right now. But they're playing differently. Like they're they're trying on defense. Stan Van Gundy has them playing good. Zion's playing amazing. Ingram's playing amazing. Lonzo's hitting threes. Like it it's working now. Like it it really is. So I think they do make the playoffs over the Grizzlies. Um, the thing with the Rockets, if you just if Christian Wood gets healthy tomorrow, which I don't know how long he's out. You know they haven't really. It's been like a week or two, two or three weeks. Like they haven't really given a firm timetable. That team with Christian Wood is a playoff team. And I don't like the Spurs are. I just don't know. Like I, I don't, I don't really believe in that. So like I think the Spurs could have a chance to lose it. I think the Grizzlies have a chance to lose it. I think the Pelicans have a chance to get in. And I, like I said, the Rockets, if Christian Wood's healthy, I, they're in there. I think they got a chance at it. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. Temple I think Wolves, that other teams just don't have a chance. They don't have any chance. They're just not there. Nah. I think the Spurs will be the party poopers. Nobody wants to see them in, but DeMar DeRozan is a hooper. Lamarcus yep. Aldridge got to figure out his spot. And they're, of course, amazingly coached. And they do have some hoopers on there. Well, Lonnie Walker Jr., Dante Murray. They have some hoopers Murray. on that team. So. Really good. Oof. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, that is all we have for you. Um, thank you for listening. If you're on Twitter, follow us at GZCast. Uh, if you want to talk to us while we're watching games and stuff, uh, hit up the locker room app. Download the locker room app. We're on there. Uh, we just talk to whoever, and we're probably going to upload some of those as some podcast episodes. But uh, 
stay tuned for all that and more. Thank you for your support. Thanks for listening. We out. Peace. See y'all.